Bora! And I am your other co-host, not as illustrious, but just as cool, Hobson, Randall McCain the third. Yeah, well, you win some, you lose some, buddy. I win all of them. Uh, we're going to <laughs> we're gonna get back to the to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, these last few weeks have been kind of hectic, so we we deviated from uh, the the path a little bit. Yeah, uh, we yeah. we have a way in which we do this show. If you're new, uh, you kind of missed out these last, I think, two or three weeks. Three weeks, I believe. Yeah, it's been about three. Yeah, um, but here we go. Um, Back let's get everything again. started. We're going to get started this week with the questions. I got questions! Um, if, just like just like Kermit said, if you knew, we start off every episode with a set of questions. Um, I'm going to ask Kermit. Kermit's on the hot seat this week. So we're going to go ahead and get it started. Uh, this week, Mitch McConnell challenged House Democrats saying, do you want to make a law or do you want to make a point? Uh, he was speaking in reference to Tim Scott's police reform bill. Mm-hmm. If Representative Kermit Thomas is in the House of Representatives when the bill gets presented on the floor, as a Democrat or a as, a Democrat, <laughs> as a Democrat, as a as either one, uh-huh. Representative Kermit Thomas, are you voting for this bill? Um, are you going to support it to say that you supported police reform, or you want something more substantial? Actually, I know. I so I read a couple of articles. There's actually some school of thought that's on our side that believes the Republican bill is better to combat police brutality. Um, okay, and what, what is that? What does that entail? Uh, I mean, it, it's, you know, the, the point is to take away funding. The the Democratic bill, like bans, chokeholds, um, we're not fully sure that that's possible. Yeah, through the through the federal government? Yeah, like, like um, we're not fully sure that that's like a genuine thing that can happen. Um, this one doesn't ban chokeholds. Uh, the Republican one doesn't ban chokeholds. Um, there's a there's a federal government. Was it what's the thing? They they're gonna hold the money. They're not yeah, they're the, what is that? They're basically they're providing incent- incentives. Uh, yeah, the, to, like, to yeah, stop the monetary brutality. incentives, right? So you, you as a state, you receive less funds. Um, you know, if you are not actively combating police brutality by uh, turning over all of your, uh, you know records as they concern um, excessive force use against uh, different groups of people so we can have, so the federal government can actually have a layout of, you know, who the police are are more likely to damage or hurt, which would in turn um, allow us to actively make um, a change to our structural policing system through the Constitution, mm-hmm. as opposed to through defunding the police, right? You have to be able to prove that there is um, some type of uh, inherent difference in how they treat uh, suspects who are black um, versus how they treat other suspects. Uh, and once you have the outline of all of those numbers as the federal government, you can swoop in and kind of save the day. My issue with that on hand uh, is that it, it like it continues to feed into the cycle that like black people have to rely on the federal government in order to just get 
people to be, you know, human beings. Yeah. Or to treat them as human beings. Um, so I know I'm going into a whole spiel, but <laughs> uh, I I don't think either like 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 I said, don't get me wrong. I don't think either one is 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 bad. I think they're both trying to accomplish things. I mean, I don't like Republicans by any stretch of the imagination. Me and Tim Scott don't agree on a lot of things. Uh, they are interesting things about them. Actually, very interesting. Interestingly <laughs> enough, Tim Scott, black Republican uh, senator. Yeah. You know, Tim Scott has the um, most diverse staff in all of Congress. Really? Absolutely. That's interesting. Absolutely. Okay, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So if I, if I was, you know, I, I would vote for Tim Scott's bill. I just don't. Once again, I I think we have a tendency to be like, yeah, the federal government will fix it. Specifically, Black Americans, specifically Democrats, be like, yeah, the federal government will fix it. And so it puts us in bonds like now when the federal government is being run by a, a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> it's just I was trying to think of some way to dress that up where it was funny, but I just couldn't. Uh, just idiot. Well, it just right, doesn't help. It just doesn't help. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all heard it here first. Uh, Kermit Thomas supports Tim Scott's re-election bid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Really? Yeah, nah, kind of, <laughs> more or less words. Uh, so second question: Are you satisfied with Joe Biden's involvement in the Black Lives Matter movement and police reform, or do you just not care? <laughs> It's gonna sound so bad, but I don't care, bro. Like the, I, I think this moment, man. You know how many his, his, his was funny. The number of people who I know personally, right, who I would consider to be, if like on the scale, we go from great friends to like you know, good friends yeah. to people I know, who are just like, yo, if Joe Biden is what we got, <laughs> Joe Biden is what we got. Like from who went from you know, I would never vote for Joe Biden to like. I got. We got to make sure he right. wins this election. Trump's, I, like, Trump's response to the protests really like drove some people, and it was just like, all right, all right we got to get him out of here. No, it's done. Like, the, actually, the fact you're saying, um, I have a friend on Facebook. We've spoken before. We're not friends. We're just Facebook friends. Mm. Um, but adamant Bernie supporter, like to the point where Joe has cognitive dissonance. Right? <laughs> like, like he was so serious about the fact that Joe was mentally deteriorating. We've had we had that conversation. Yeah. Uh, he defended it. He said, no, no, he's going crazy. And y'all have picked a bad candidate. The day that Trump said, <laughs> um, we will we will call in the military to, to stop these protests, he was on Facebook that night. He said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but please vote for Trump. They <laughs> 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 said he got to go. He has to go. Like, Bro, that is too crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, for me personally, in this moment, we... Uh, I think I think Mark Lamont Hill actually said it, but no matter who's the president, we got work to do. So yeah. I, I I'm not really concerned, uh, to be completely honest. We we got work to do. That's 100. percent I found it real annoying that Joe sent he sends his daily. Um, imagine what we can accomplish if we are together. He sends that tweet every day at 3 p.m. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly at 3, but yeah. I promise you, Joe got to unite the world tweet every single day. I'm like, Joe, Around come Around midday. It's like, hey, what's right, your We need some new material, Joe. That's all I want, some new material. Just get us something new. Um, so third question, 
who do you have winning the NASCAR Super Bowl next year? Because <laughs> <laughs> we rocking with NASCAR. If y'all haven't heard, we rocking with NASCAR, NASCAR nowadays. That's not the thing. The NASCAR Super Bowl. NASCAR Cup. The NASCAR Grand Prix. Listen, I became a Bubba Wallace fan in a matter of minutes. <laughs> 100%. Listen, I seen a picture of him with a shirt on. I was like, with the Black Lives Matter shirt on. I was like, oh, that's my boy. <laughs> Who's that? What's his name? Right? <laughs> um, definitively. Man, yo, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. He's like genuinely become like the athlete of 2020 in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Man. Like, yo, NASCAR, NASCAR's where it's at. Bro, NASCAR. NASCAR, I, I promise you I'm going to be watching Ooh, so many left turns boys. next year, bro. The thing, but the thing, like, and this is no disrespect to, I'm a big NBA fan. I love, I think the NBA does a lot of things for, for the community, for black folks to push the message, all that shit. The thing that blew my mind, still continues to blow my mind about NASCAR is they don't have to do this. Bro, you, what? Like, the, we would have been okay. If NASCAR never said Black Lives Matter, no, we wouldn't have called them out about it. We wouldn't have been like, shut it down. We would have been like, yo, that's we didn't expect it. Right. Honestly, NASCAR could have said, the KKK is welcome at all of our meets next year. <laughs> and black people would have been like, well, that's kind of messed up, thought. but okay. Like, like, that's what we thought. Yeah, that's <laughs> how we thought we always moving anyway. Like, bro, when they, when they dropped it and, and then like, Stood behind it and then echoed it and then came through last. Uh, was it last night? It, we were recording this on Monday. It was last yesterday that the story dropped. Uh, but it'll be over the weekend, I guess, for y'all. But uh, when when the new when the noose was found in Bubba Wallace's yeah. garage, and then it was just like, nah, we ain't moving. Like and it was all a NASCAR too. It like it was the the racers, the the pit crews. Yeah, they just oh, swore, and I was like, who would have thunk? We told y'all we not moving. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm watching race after race after race. I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna know what it means bro, to go in the circle. Me and Kerm gonna be sitting and sitting at the track like, who would have thought? Bro, who, look at us! Look at us! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take and find my team. It's in Alabama, bro. It's not that far. We right there. Like we could do it. But um, yeah. So if y'all haven't heard, black folks, we rocking with NASCAR in 2020. Uh, in 2021, as long as they as long as they stay this consistent, bro. I was I was dead ass thinking about. It. I was like, yo. Why don't I have a NASCAR shirt? I gotta get a NASCAR <laughs> yeah. shirt. That's what I was thinking earlier. Like, yeah. I wonder if it's too late for me to try out. You think I could? Be <laughs> black driver number two. That's funny. Um, all right, so we moving on. We're gonna go ahead and jump into our Fed Up Award of the week. Mm-hmm. Q Music. Damn it, Gina. Now I'm mad. So you must really be mad, mad, and for what? Why you mad, mad for? You mad, bro? Oh no, I'm not angry. I'm mad. <laughs> um, all right, so you you can you can start this one off. Um, yeah, fed up award this week. Uh, if y'all don't know, should we run through it? What our fed up award is? Oh just yeah, we, I guess we get energy. Right? Yeah, just um, the we'll, move. We'll, yeah, like, and wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? the person who has uh, this week outshone everyone else just by. Uh, you know, going off against anybody. Like, really, it's not just the status quo. We just be liking folks that be going yeah. off on folks. For real, for real. Snapping um, in a political yeah. political sense, kind of. if y'all don't know, we be snapping. So yeah, we, everyone's we, we like people that meet our energy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so my my uh, nominee would be one, uh, the illustrious. I like to give him that, that, um, the that title. The illustrious Gary Chambers of... Uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I don't know if y'all peeped this video, but my man Gary was at, I think it was a city council meeting. Uh, yeah. And uh, he 
it was his turn to speak as a concerned member of the society. They were supposed to be having conversations. They were having conversations about removing Confederate statues, which has been an issue in Louisiana even a couple years back, right? That's how that's actually how Bree Newsom became famous. I think I think it was oh actually that's a lie. That was in Carolina. Um but uh, yeah, in uh, in New Orleans and in Louisiana in general, there are these continual co- conversations. Baton Rouge as well. There's these continual conversations about removing these Confederate statues, and so they were having the conversation again. And uh, I I think her name is Connie Chambers. Yeah, yeah, right. So she was she was on her phone, and she was oh no no she was on her lap- Connie Bernard. She was on her she was on her laptop. Yeah, she was she was uh, shopping. While folks was telling telling the city council member, you know what the issue was with these statues, um, and the way the room set up, it's not like any any city council city council room I've ever seen. <laughs> they were around like a little table, like <laughs> lunch table, having in the, yeah, in the, in the cafeteria <laughs> for lunchtime, right? Now the teachers sit in the front and they were in the whole table. That's the type they were by. And so where where Gary was sitting, he seen her computer and then she was shopping. So Gary took a picture of her computer and walked up and said the line of the century. He said, I came up here to talk about Confederate statues. And then he looked at her and said, but I'm going to talk about you, Connie. (laughs) And then went into a rant that ended with him telling her that she needed to resign as she walked out. I had intended to get up here and talk about how racist Robert E. Lee was, but I'm going to talk about you, Connie sitting over there shopping while we talking about Robert E. Lee. This is a picture of you shopping while we talking about racism and history in this country. Only white members of this board got up while we were up here talking too, because you don't give a damn, and it's clear. But I'm gonna tell you what the slaves, my ancestors said about Robert E. Lee, since you don't know history, sister. Let me tell you that they said when he got the plantation, after he got off the field where 27,000 people died at Gettysburg, Connie, Robert E. Lee, was a brutal slave master. Not only did when he whooped the slaves, he said, lay it on them hard. After he said, lay it on them hard, he said, put brine on them, sort of burn them. That's what Robert E. Lee did. And you set your arrogant self in here and sit on there shopping while the pain and the hurt of the people of this community is on display. Because you don't give a damn and you should resign. You should have resigned two years ago when you choked a white man in his house. You should have resigned two weeks ago when you got on TV and said foolishness. And you should walk out of here and resign and never come back because you are the example of racism in this community. You are horrible. Uh, she, Not to it the was like a party or something, I guess, or she was telling them that they needed to stop partying. And she put her hands around his throat. Yeah. So part of what Gary said was that you need to resign. You should have resigned when you put your hands around that young man's throat. And so I had to go figure out what he was talking about. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I was like, what are, what are you? That can't be real. And then she actually did it. She actually, she walked up to him and put, his hands around, put her hands around his throat. But uh, long story short, uh, Gary had all the energy. That's my man's. In, in, in all seriousness, I was considering going to uh, Southern Law School next year in Baton Rouge. And I was like, what's in Baton Rouge? Gary's in Baton Rouge. <laughs> Let me tell that's you that's right a man you now. need to meet. Let me tell you right now. Uh, and so, like, you're not, nah, nah. It just, it, it gave me everything. I was really excited about that moment. Um, yeah, so my, mine is uh, also at a city council meeting uh, in Las Vegas, though. There was um, Michelle Fior, who was, uh, she was the mayor pro temp. Uh, she was appointed by the, 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 the other mayor, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know who she was appointed by, actually. But she was mayor pro temp, and um, she was having a city council meeting. And a gentleman came up, a white gentleman came up, and 
he uh, he similar to Gary just started tearing into her um, talking about how she needed to resign because she called a she called one of her colleagues a colored person and um, and she said Black Lives Matter was a terrorist group and so like and I, yeah I'm sure we'll play the clip but um, he just went in and I, and I was just like okay white like this is what we need this is like because you know we got people coming to marches and stuff like that the marches have been very like you know multiracial and everything like that but this is a man coming into the 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 political feet like the local uh politics and and using his voice uh to condemn another white woman who was being right and i was just like look at you you're, you're fantastic um and there was other I folks who came up yeah no nah, i was like look at you man but there was other folks who came up and chewed into her too but she ended up walking out the meeting she she said she took her lunch break um but it was in the middle of the middle of the man talking anyways my name is dan roll and i'm here today in 2020 we need great uh we need good news and i was not expecting the excellent news that michelle fiore was stepping down as mayor pro tem in the city of las vegas it is welcome good news but this is not the first time let's not forget that in 2015 michelle fiore called her black assemblyman colleague a colored person and then told us all to get over matters of race and color because we had a black president michelle fiore loves to associate with Clive and Bundy, a alleged domestic terrorist. And let's not forget that Clive and Bundy said that black people were better off as slaves because at least they knew how to pick cotton. And you, Madam Mayor, chose that woman to be your mayor pro tem. This is the same woman whose business was shut down by the state of Nevada and told us that cancer was a fungus that could be cleared with baking soda. It is not ironic to me that Michelle Fiore wraps herself in the thin blue line, claims to be pro-law enforcement, but can conveniently forgets the fact that she was expelled and condemned by law enforcement in 2016 for saying Sorry, next, no, 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 you, not, no, uh, um, no, so I'm sorry. Y'all go check it out. Connie um, did too. After, yeah, after, 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 yeah, yeah, no, Connie, Connie Walker, they don't like being talked to directly. They, they, <laughs> like, <laughs> they, said, they said, send us an email. Yeah. Don't, don't do that stuff. But yeah, yeah, so y'all check them out. Uh, mine with Gary Chambers, yours was um, the Las Vegas Mayor Pro Temp um, Michelle Fiore. Oh, you don't, but you don't know the the, the, yeah, the, the oh, gentleman okay, okay. was unnamed in the, in the at least in okay. the clip that I saw. Um, um, but gentleman that is unnamed, <laughs> you're great, and uh, we <laughs> should be friends. Add me on Facebook. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're gonna put that out later this week. Y'all vote on who y'all think. And this this is the start of a new series. Just so y'all remember. I am one to know in the series. I'm ringed up over here. Diamonds glistening. Listen, actually, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I was actually boycotting <laughs> oh, uh, okay. for racial justice. So you I don't know boy, if it you, really counts. You was <laughs> boycotting Fed Up Award for racial justice. Okay. So um, we're not doing another. Listen, no, no. We got to do more. Okay, um, I feel so, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all vote for, for uh, who you think got it. Yeah, so uh, um, now uh, the next segment of the show is... This is when we do that. The body, thing. yeah, the talking. We talk about all this interesting stuff that's going on in the world. Um, this week, we're actually going to start off with uh, COVID 19, our old friend. Um, it's, well, it's not an old friend. He's been here the whole time. <laughs> um, but numbers are starting to spike again um, around the country. I think Florida has oh, yeah, seen a, a, a new high in cases every single day for like the past four or five days. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this. Today was like 4,291 new cases or something like that. 
Um, Texas has had it rough. Um, I believe Vegas and Nevada is rough as well. Um, but all around the country, you're seeing just a general trend of COVID-19 cases going back up. Um, our president said that if we just stop testing, we'll, we'll not, we'll, there'll be no more cases, um, which is true. He, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's not lying. <laughs> so <laughs> good job on that. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're just going to talk about how it's going to impact the, um, first of all, the protesting, um, just because this movement isn't going to stop. Uh, you know, COVID's been here and we've all known COVID's been here at all the protests when you're invited to the protest saying bring a mask, bring some water um, and, you know, social practice, safe social distancing. Um, but it's masses of people in the streets. So that's definitely going to have an impact. But um, the, these this spike in numbers is actually derivative of the country being opened up by multiple um, elected officials like yeah. a week, you know, a week, two weeks before the protesting I know, I know started. Republicans are going to try to people, I didn't say Republican. I know folks who are conservative are going to try to bring this in and be like, you know, mass protests kind of divulged into, you know, people not caring about the virus. I, I, a couple of things. Um, I've seen videos of protests. We've been to multiple protests. Uh, most, if not everyone, had on masks. Um, and people are handing out masks. Yeah, like, if you don't have masks, people masks. will ask yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, mean, I literally was at a protest giving away free masks. Uh, you know, plug. But, um, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, do you, think it, do you think it'll have any effect on, on, on the movement? I mean, because the, the movement, at least on, on social media and like visually in the media has died down, that could just be due to the, the speed of the news cycle. Um but like uh, with, with the with the cases reopening, like I feel like there's fear of um, you know gov- the the state shutting down, the city shutting down again, and stuff like that, um, which could be utilized to kind of quell the not fire. For, I mean, not for this. I, I think. I, I mean, I, I don't. I try not to. I think the folks that are hype about the city reopening are not the same people that are organizing the protest and. Yeah, you know, going out to protest. So, I mean, I think those two different groups of people. I, I, I don't know, man. I, right now, I don't think you can necessarily blame um, these protests for the for the you know rising numbers. Like I said, I think I think conservative folks are going to try to. Uh, I mean, Florida I think- isn't necessarily a place where we've seen heavy yeah. protests. Um, same thing with Texas. So I mean, you've had. I, I know there was like a. I know there was a conglomerate early in Dallas early in um, in Austin uh, since then it's kind of shut down uh, so I mean I don't I personally don't see it but uh, you know I'm I'm very biased yeah. one-sided on this side yeah I mean the way I see it is that the people who've been protesting are the people who are also avid about shutting everything down for COVID-19 and we're concerned about COVID-19 um, which just shows you the gravity of you know what we're trying to accomplish in the yeah. movement, right? Um, and then, you know, in, in terms of whether or not the protests go forward, um, I think we're in a... I mean, I don't know if we should be. I, I think we're in a transitionary phase right now in terms of um, where we're seeing our efforts being put into. Um, just, I mean, even 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 in the city, I haven't seen as many... Um, and, and that's, you know, we can blame that on whoever, but I haven't seen as many... 
um, invites to protests and like notifications of protests and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, also too, and and don't get me wrong, right? I once again, I don't, and I guess it's part of why there's so much hesitancy with me in terms of answering this question. Uh, the federal government hasn't said anything about Corona uh, mm-hmm. in weeks, like since these protests started. It, it hasn't been like, hey, these are the numbers. This is what's going on. So, it, I mean, for for us. It seems like it's cooled out. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, it seems yeah. like things are better, right? I mean, at one point he was doing a press conference every day. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, I, I feel like you know, because the the world just surpassed nine million cases today. Uh huh. Um. So, I, I mean, I feel like the rest of the world is still. Is, I mean, still understands. I mean, I feel like I black agree. people. Uh, you know, black people have invigorated a movement because we are more concerned about. Um, I guess the loss of life to injustice and police brutality as opposed to, you know, a, a sickness um, or yeah. something that's more, a little bit out of everyone's control, you know? Um, so, I I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out going forward. And, and if, It's if, young people, too, though. I mean, you got to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's COVID true. COVID is, is dangerous for folks who, or for older folks, and not to say it's not dangerous for young people, but it's specifically deadly for older folks and uh, young folks who have um, underlying health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some part of you that could just, you know, assume or maybe, um, you know, hope that all these young folks that have been out there on the front lines are, are folks that don't have, you know, health issues and are very comfortable with the idea of them, you know, yeah. getting sick and having to quarantine. Um because the because mo- the movement is so much larger, I, I mean I don't think it. I, genuinely, like I said, I don't think it affects anything. Uh, what I do know for a fact will happen is that if if there are larger numbers, um, because of their lack of transparency, their lack of like being on top of this the entire time, right? Um, then what will happen is that they will he will have a press conference and be like, we should have like the protests yeah. are the are the reason that I I know that for a fact. Uh, I don't know if that is enough incentive to stop trying to make the the necessary change. Oh no, I mean um, that yeah. needs to happen. I, I definitely um, definitely wasn't saying that. No, no, I hear. But, you. I, but, but I'm just, I guess my point is, if they're gonna blame it on you anyway, then pull up. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, Might as well show up and show out. Uh huh. Um, I mean, do you think it's gonna have? Cause, I mean, we saw Trump. Trump had his first rally in a, in a long time. Yes, sir. Um, on the twentieth, he moved make it from the nineteenth. Make America great again. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, he had his first rally for a long time. So, um, and and his turnout was dismal, trash, basura, garbage. You hear me, Donald? It was, it was pitiful. It was pitiful. Um, and he had six thousand two hundred people show up to his little uh, meeting, and um, he was playing. They said you know millions of tickets have been sold, and they had a outside arena and an overflow arena and all this stuff that didn't need to be used. Um, that raises the question, is Donald losing his momentum or, you know, are Republicans taking coronavirus more seriously than they put on? Like, what's going on with, with Donnie and his boys? Here's the thing that I've been trying to figure out. And um, I don't know. I don't know how else. And y'all forgive me because this is a formulating thought, meaning that I have not fleshed this out <laughs> in, in its entirety, but it's here. Are we happy that Donald Trump became president of the United States? Bear with me. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yeah, bear with me. It's an easy first question. Um, 
there is genuinely an era, a moment, a sense of change that I'm not sure would have happened had we felt comfortable in like the reality that is the United States, right? And it's not just, it's not because black people are, are awake, right? Or, mm-hmm. or figured it out. It's because white people are on board, right? And one thing that white people were almost sure of when Barack Obama got elected is that we were in this like post-racial America. Mm-hmm. It was a part of the reason why like they would have these conversations about whether or not Barack Obama made race relations worse, right? Because uh, we didn't have these, we like, you know, people weren't talking about black people like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have these people like standing out and making uh, comments about the race of the president or about uh, black people being monkeys or whatever, right? All of those racial things weren't happening. Yeah. So therefore, he becomes president, and now they are happening. Uh, so it's kind of put in your face in a like aha way. Um, and so the blame was placed on him for a lot of white people. My question is, you know, how I'm trying to map it out is, was it was so much of us being like, nah, listen, we've been telling y'all, they're like this, right? <laughs> Those, the, the, the racist, problematic white people have a life, they have breath, and they're moving in this country mm-hmm. in a way that you're just ignoring because you are a white person that doesn't have to deal with it. Was Donald Trump, as an elected official, the culmination of that just seeming all too real to ignore anymore, which is what brought us to this moment, where so we're like, did Donald Trump yo, ultimately help America by ma- like making white people realize racism is real? <laughs> is that what is that the question that you're asking? <laughs> did Donald Trump ultimately help America by yes, making white folks realize that not just racism is real, but that like it's real in the sense that regardless of whether or not you see it, it's there. Yeah. Right? Like, because I don't think most of these white people know, not no racist people, but are, like, in contact with Donald Trump supporters. But I think there is this, like, underlying sense of, they're like, these, these people are legitimately crazy. So, I hesitate to give Donald any credit for I'm anything. I'm not giving him credit <laughs> for it. I'm, I promise you I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying, yo, like, Donald, I appreciate you, fam. What I'm saying is, underneath it all, <laughs> like, is the there a moment lining. where we step back and we're like, yo, the, the, the 20 years from now, when we talk about what changed history, do we start this story with, and say, in 2016, Donald Trump became president? And then that's when... I say, to, in 2008, Barack Obama became president. That, yeah. <laughs> and that caused Donald Trump to become president in 2016. Oh, you think... Uh, I, think I think it was a response. It was, think, oh, it, was, it was a response from... Uh, a lot of people. But anyway, mm-hmm. to, to answer your question. Um, because because what I'm saying, but that, that would lead to this additional thought, right? Right, Like with the amount of people that weren't at his rally, right? Because, I mean, some of the folks that voted for Donald Trump were just genuinely like, if we get a businessman in here, right? If we get yeah. somebody that, um, somebody put it into context for me that was, um, that I thought was pretty impressive. We saw Donald Trump. I know my, me and my folks did. We saw Donald Trump as a stupid person later in life, right? Mm. We thought there was some intelligence there. Uh, when we watched, we used to watch um, what's the name um, of that show? God dang, um, the show he did. The I, I, the one I where he was the bosses. To be a millionaire. Yeah, that's nah. not the name of that show, bro. Um, um, Apprentice. Yeah, The Apprentice. The, yeah, we used to watch The Apprentice. The first dude that ever won The Apprentice was a black guy. And I remember, like, as a child, us cheering this dude on 
because he was so smart, so well put together. But the the underlying fact of that show was that Donald Trump was always right, mm -hmm. right? He was always ahead of everybody else. He was always thinking about things that other people weren't thinking about. Like, the folks that were on that show, as smart as they were, they weren't as smart as Donald Trump. Can't because be. if they made a mistake, he was the person where it would cut to, and they'd be like, that's not the right decision, right? And then it came to the end, and be like, you know you shouldn't have done that. You're fine. And so we're just like, Donald Trump is a genius. Regardless yeah. of everything else, he's figured out how to map out life. And so I know there are folks who still associated that type of like intelligence, genius yeah. intelligence thing with him when he was initially running for office. And so now you've seen this for three years. You can no longer deny the existence of racism because folks is running with him is actively yeah. touting racism, right? And folks are like, yo, Donald Trump is the answer to all of these problems because I'm a white man. <laughs> you know he's I mean? a white man. And he's a white man, <laughs> period. Like, that's what I got for you, right? Um, there are folks who are challenging, uh, you know, news stories left and right simply because, you know, it didn't come from Donald Trump's mouth. Uh, and, and I don't know, all I'm saying is, I know I'm rambling a little bit, guys, but all I'm saying is, is this something to think about? I think it is. I mean, I, I because I have seen... Um, and I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but just like the, the number of generally conservative leaning people that I know at one point supported Donald Trump have seen everything that's going on in this country and Donald Trump's response to it and are like, all right, even my Republican friends, guys, come on. This guy is incompetent. He's an idiot. And he's a racist. Mm -hmm. And and I think that realization, I don't think it comes with a. Uh, Mitt Romney, John McCain, or something like that. Um, I, you know, not definitely not as readily. That's I mean, like, because they're they they know how to play the game. That, that that that's the difference is that generally Republicans know how to play the game. They know, you know, that like George Bush would say some accidentally stupid that's almost you know borderline racist, and then you know we get upset. That's not accidental. That's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But to he he I knew how to play the game in terms of like handling politics in you know nego talking with democrats yada 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 donald trump doesn't know how to play that game mm -hmm. donald trump is donald trump he like he only knows his one way of like galvanizing um you know middle class and lower class white folks um so i think i, th I think it did i think it did it definitely shined a, a magnifying glass on it and made it harder to exist i think I, you know, I'm, 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 like I said, formulating thought, something that I'm still trying to figure out to put into words because, you know, words matter to me. Uh, but I think on the initial, right, when you look at Republicans and Democrats, there are many things that separate the two parties, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the, one of the four, foremost things that separates, separate us in terms of race is that Democrats or people who lean to the left tend to understand, uh, because they are right in this. 1000% but they tend to understand that this like we'll start the race at the same time and we'll get to the finish line at the same time thing as it concerns white people and black people is not the same it will never be the same mm -hmm. right there are different obstacles in other people's way which we outline as white privilege right Republicans differ from that uh, right leaning people differ from that they think everybody has the same chances you know just go for it you'll make it the thing about Donald Trump is I think it's, it's different when you're saying everybody has the same chances, go for it, we'll make it, and then you see somebody actively being like, but we're going to set the white people up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a different conversation to have with anybody. 
Um, and I know John McCain wouldn't have did that, right? You know, like not like not actively. Yeah. Said, they might have done it, but they wouldn't have actively said, "Nah, listen, we gonna set the white people up. Y'all gonna be good." You know what I mean? Um, and that's how that's how Trump moves. And so that's um, that's a whole different conversation. Uh, but he swear he'd be doing stuff for black people. But that's something I want. I want to figure out. I'm gonna figure out how to word it, obviously. But you know, that's right. where I'm at. So y'all hear here something coming from Kern uh, on the way to be released. Um, <laughs> so speaking of to be released, because to be transition released. kings. Oh, I see. You, um, I see you. J Cole dropped a song this it's past fire, week. Bro. It was uh, it was interesting. People had mixed reviews around hey, it. We'll, we'll stop for a second. J. Cole is House of McCain's favorite. J. Cole rapper. is 100% my favorite rapper, and right. I'll say that. I'll say it with my chest. J. Cole's wanna, my favorite I just wanna, rapper. Uh, you know, yes. offer that. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. J. Uh, Cole is fine. Yeah, he has bars. Um, but he, he dropped a song called Snow on the Bluff. Um, I, apparently, so apparently, the, there's a, a, a musician artist named No Name. And oh, she, you didn't know who No Name was. I I wasn't from. I had heard of her, but I hadn't like, you know, delved into her music or anything like that. Um, but she had made a tweet, um, basically saying that you know there's celebrities out here who are quote unquote woke, but can't even send a tweet, um, you know, during these times and stuff like that. And I guess J Cole, um, I mean, even in the song, he he has a line that says something like. Um, I assume that you're talking about me or something like that. Um, so he assumed that she was talking about him and everybody assumed that he was talking about her. Um, and it's it's pretty reasonable to assume. Um, but in the song, um, there's some problematic statements that Mr. Cole, Mr. The, the Goat Cole says. Mr. The Goat Cole? <laughs> um, yeah, you can get into that. I don't worry. Yeah, that nigga was wild. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was, was absolutely wild. So, uh, yeah, like, like how I've already gave y'all some context. <laughs> Um, I, and so peep this. I when I heard the song, <clears throat> when I heard the song, I, initial thought like off rip. This is trash. I like yeah. I played it one time. I was never gonna listen to it again. I ain't to be honest with y'all. I ain't even listen to the lyrics for real. I was just like I don't like how this sounds at all. Yeah, no. And then was done right. Um, and so then get on Twitter and you know, you know shots are being thrown at the man Cole. Uh, and then I figured out I heard about the no name thing. I didn't even know. I, like I know, I know no name. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a bunch of her songs. Um, I'm not, or she's not my favorite artist, uh, but I mess with her. Uh, I think she's pretty good. Uh, she's very like she's she's heavy Chicago. Yeah. So if you like, you know, it's it's real. Like when I say heavy Chicago, like um, um, how Chance used to sound when he first dropped. That's mm-hmm. how no name sounds. That's literally. Right. That, I mean, that's a rhyme scheme. That's a flow. That's everything. Um, and so that's just not my type of wave, right? Uh, but she does have a couple of good songs. Um, but when I heard that he was talking about no, when I heard that he was talking about no name, I actually was like, nah, probably not. Um, I know a bunch of women he could have been talking about. I don't <laughs> think he was talking about no name. The thing that caught me is when dude like doubled down <laughs> on the fact that, um, not that he was talking about, no, but somebody asked me he was talking about no name, and his response was, I like her music or something like that. It wasn't yeah. no. It was like this, you know, maybe, probably, yeah. possibly. Uh, and then he also like went into this whole spiel on Twitter about how <laughs> genuinely it was kind of crazy. Uh, I, like I agree with everything I said in that song yesterday. Um, I don't really be reading books like that. Um, <laughs> I don't really be reading like that. You know, I learn from people. Um, I learn from experiences. Uh, just a bunch of dumb shit. Like it was, it was just not a great look. 
Um, but all in all, with the song, the kind of the, the structure <laughs> of the song itself, which we haven't gotten to, um, was um, so he starts off talking about you know I'm I'm really I know like don't think I'm too smart. Don't be fooled yeah. by my college degree. I got an average IQ. Um, uh, I, I know this girl went down her timeline. Um, she's mad at who did she say? He said he said she's mad at. Uh, he was like he was like these white people. She's mad at uh, these capitalists. These capitalists. These, cap- yeah, these, capitalists, these shooting police. That, that was she. She's mad at these crackers. She's mad at these capitalists. She's mad at these murder police. She's mad at my niggas. She's mad at our ignorance. She wear her heart on her sleeve. She mad at celebrities. Low key, I think she be talking about me. Um, I, now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism. So when I see something that's valid, I listen. But shit, it's something about the queen tone that's bothering me. Um, she strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in a conscious environment with parents that know about the struggle for liberation. And in turn, they provide her with a perspective and awareness of the system and unfairness that affects them, and the clearest understanding of what we got to do to get free and the frustration that fits her words seems to come from the fact that most people don't see uh just because you walk and i'm not that shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me uh i'll stop there yeah i mean um, you go you go you go first, yeah man. uh so like, like you said when i when i first heard it i didn't think it was problematic thought the song was bad and after I, I read everything but did you did you hear the lyrics when you heard the song because no was, I couldn't understand most I, I I mean like the beat threw me off like I, I really didn't really I just bad. didn't yeah I just didn't register yeah, okay. no I, I did I, like I, I was listening to the song with people in front of me and I turned it off and I was like all right cool that was not it <laughs> and I just I didn't download it and I just put it down exactly. um, and and so then I you know I did do the reading up on the no name stuff and like what she has said and like how this could possibly be applied to her and I came to the conclusion it was 100% she was 100% talking about no name like I don't think there's any debate about that anymore um, and honestly at first like I don't know I, I just I thought it was just not well placed like I, I like the message of the song like I, I the message of the, the overall message of the song I understand, but like why you why do you have to antagonize? I don't understand it in this time because like the overall message of the song was like, uh, you know, if you're trying to educate somebody, don't make them feel stupid. Like, uh, uh, like you know, don't talk down to people if you're trying to make them better. Quote, yeah, and and I was like, that's stupid. Like, I didn't agree with the message. I didn't think it, it should have been put there. Um, and then on top of that, it like further it furthered this like divide between black men and black women that was like unnecessary like it was unnecessary for him to to put that rift out there because now you know you know there's gonna be the Cole fans who's just like Cole is Cole and he been fighting with us for the you know forever and and he can't do no wrong y'all are wrong Cole's not a misogynist and then there's the people who read the you know see the music and they're gonna be like yeah that was a that was a messed up song and but people trying to cancel Cole and so now there's this whole divide and stuff and it's like bruh Cole you was just at a protest bruh like you know what we're doing why 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 now why do you have to like why do you need to make that point now um and then on top of the fact that like we've had like black women getting killed by black men and getting beat to beat to a pulp by black men I I think 
not to interrupt. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, to to take a serious tone for a second, right? Last week was um, particularly difficult in terms of like how we as a community feel when we see um, when we see uh, black men murdered by police officers on video, as we so often do at this point, right? Um, if someone, if a white person had dropped a song the week of the George Floyd murder and had been like, sometimes y'all tone a little too much. Maybe y'all should just walk me through. Eminem, Eminem came out with a song. Bro, <laughs> talk about. Uh, you, like, cancel isn't the word. Like, I, <laughs> he would have been it's crucified, over. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I don't listen to you. I don't like you. You know what I mean? Like, it's done. And I think to, to go down the timeline of what I saw last week, right? I saw um, what happened with Toyin. Mm-hmm. Right, where this 49-year-old black man kills a 19-year-old black girl um, after she you know, said she was sexually assaulted. Um, I saw what happened to the young girl who is like ganged up on by a bunch of black guys as they throw her into a trash can. Um, and she's crying while she's in the trash can. Uh, and none of the black guys there stop any of the other. They're all laughing and recording this, right? I saw a black girl get beat on the news. Uh, this this was on the news. I saw her, her she get she got uh beat for twenty what witnesses say was for twenty to thirty minutes as folks stood around and recorded this man pummeling into her, right? Um I saw a black woman uh I, I shouldn't be saying black girl, y'all my fault. I saw a black woman uh turn down a man as his homeboy recorded him hitting her in the face with a skateboard as she said, I'm not interested. Uh, and so then for me, not even to be a part of that lived pain, to see it and be like, yo, we, that's not yeah. even, right? And then to turn on this song, right? Like I said, the first time I didn't listen, but to go back and listen, and he's talking about be nice to me, right? It just, t- like, bad timing ain't the word. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if Cole wants to talk about oppression, Drop a song about oppression. I, back when when we were initially having this conversation about Ferguson, I remember Cole, he didn't drop the song, but he did the song on, um, I can't remember the late night show, uh, but he now has a late night show on Netflix. Uh, he did a song called "Be Free." Mm. The song was dope. It was about black people overcoming oppression. Everybody liked the song. Uh, everybody liked the performance. Um, uh, if Cole wanted to drop a song about elitism, right? If he wanted to have a conversation about how some folks. Uh, ascertain different uh, degrees and, and our, uh, some black folks ascertain different degrees in like living spaces where they look down on other black folks. That's a conversation that we have had multiple times, right? And we have both agreed that that's a problem. If you want to drop a song about that, that's once again a, a, a thing for it to be fine. Um, in this moment, in any moment, it's just the the reality of the situation is is when when if you are concerned and I've said this multiple times this week because I've been talking to the to as as a person who considers myself a J Cole fan, yeah. right? If you are concerned about how black women or, or what you can because this is the, not how black women speak to you that's incorrect. The 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 essence of it uh, later we didn't get into those lyrics was you know tell me how I can help because I'm just trying to help right. If that's your question, call no name and ask. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. It's that simple. What J Cole did which was, I think, the thing that made me the most upset. And literally, I, I was a super fan before this. Now I'm kind of his music guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to dial it back. 
because the thing was, the the thing that it, that it, that angered me was one, like I said, call her, but two, you weren't making a song in order to ask a question, right? What, like I said, I've said multiple times, you made a song so it could be an anthem for niggas to be like, hey, yeah, you know what? Black women should be nicer to me when they talk to me. That's what you was looking for. That's all you were looking for. You weren't looking. You were looking for other niggas to co-sign your um, issue with her original tweet. You were not looking for to 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 um, open up the door to a conversation as far as it concerns education. You were not looking to hold the black men, i.e., the black men that threw the girl in the trash can, the, the nigga that killed Toyin, um, the the nigga that beat on it. You weren't looking to hold them accountable. You were literally self-serving and and calling it seeking education. So yeah, and my not, thing and my thing I'm is like especially it. like you know Cole used to be like Miss America Cole like. I'm going to fuck your daughters and burn your flag cold. Like, that's how he was talking to white people. And for her to transition from that kind of energy to, to really, that's what, I, that's what I wanted out of this, this song. I wanted some, like, some rebellious, like, tear down the system energy. Or even, like, um, what was the uh, High for Hours? Um, mm-hmm. Like, like the, the energy he came with in that song. Um, I, I would have been fine with that. But it's like, for him to take this moment when you are... What what you've been to to people like me and you like you're cold, bro. Like you're the person who comes and you speak what I'm feeling <laughs> about stuff that's going on. You speak it, and then I can listen to it and like vibe with it. You know, yeah. like that. That's that's who you are. And you came out. You not only like policed how this black woman supposedly tweeted about like. She it was a like she didn't tag name, him. She, she, yeah, bro. Like she, uh, she maybe subtweeted you. <laughs> you then sub song wrote like you dropped the whole song without mentioning her name and all this stuff. And then when people ask you about it, you're you you know you're like uh, I stand behind everything I said. No name's fantastic, and uh, you guys should go listen to her song. And it's like, bro, like you can't you can't you can't play both sides of the coin like that like you this was problematic like if you're gonna be if you're gonna be somebody who's accepting of criticism like take this criticism and like live and you know roll with it grow with yeah. it you know um and I, you know i just I, go ahead go ahead go. i'm sorry um I, I i just i just expected more like, i just I, I need it i need it more like because even um even and even like you know little baby dropped a little song called the bigger picture and like it was cool like it was like a it was a cool little song but like you know, I've been waiting for, like, Cole, Kendrick, or somebody to come out and, like, drop something for the people that was, like, hard, but also, like, intellectually there, like, and he could have done it. And, yeah. like, I don't know why, like, I he think, would take this moment for that. I like, think that's the thing, right? I think that's the, I don't think anybody can put into words the feeling that we got. I, I, I can comfortably say this about both of us, that we got when it came across the, the headline that J. Cole dropped the song. Oh, it was, was like, like, oh, shit. I was like, it's it was OV, like, bro. I was like, now we know we're like, bumping all day. speaking about this moment, bro. This is going to be crazy. Um, and the song, like, the the song was whack. The defense of the song was whack. It just, the entire, and and what I'm trying to, like, I, I think genuinely what I'm trying to, because I don't, I'm not disregarding any good that Cole has done before, right, mm-hmm. this moment, right? He, he, it, it, it goes back, and there is sex. There are like sex and subsex to to oppression and, and the way you fight it and the way you like uh, participate in it and the way you suffer from it, right? Um, and so, uh, 
it, it kind of underlines that that argument that I was making about um, you know uh, black elite people the other day, right? You can you can empathize with blackness because you can say, yo, they shouldn't be doing that to us. Uh, but the reality of it is that your lived experience is different. Yeah. Um, and and the same thing applies to black men and black women, right? Like Cole can speak about blackness, right? He can he can he can energize us in a way that that put into music feels right because of course he gets it. He's a black person, um, but I'm sure obviously when you challenge like his uh, participation in a patriarchy uh, and and how he feeds into oppression, when you challenge my participation in a patriarchy and how I feed into oppression, the first thing that I got to do ways to check myself right? yeah and then part of checking yourself is making sure that you don't drop stupid ass shit like this like that you don't <laughs> say stupid ass shit like this because the reality of it is the only thing that should have came out your mouth um if you are genuinely concerned is what's no name number <laughs> i need to call her to see how to i see can make what... things better from my end yeah right? what, what i can do with my platform because Oh, that's part of the other argument that people were making that you can't tell a nigga what to do with his platform. The issue for me was that's exactly what he did with the fucking song. Um, but that, but but when when you build your platform up as somebody who addresses these things, that's real too. Like you, you can't you can't even too. you can't say that you know I don't have the responsibility to do this because I'm an artist and you know like it is your platform and like if J Cole had never dropped a song. Then J. Cole would have just never dropped a song. He would have been at protests and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he would have still been J. Cole. But the fact that he dropped a song, and our, our, our third co-host, uh, Mr. Train, thoughts, yeah, he, he had to let us know. <laughs> but, you know, the fact that the fact that he dropped a song, like, at all, and, and it was surrounding black women in a negative, in any sort of negative light was Damn. just like, what, like what good comes out? Like mm -hmm. what what good can possibly come out of this? Mm -hmm. You know, like at the very most, it's gonna, or at the like at the best, it's gonna create an argument. Like we we don't <laughs> need to be ar like we don't need to be arguing. We need to be figuring out solutions, yeah, right? Crazy, but, but that's that's I guess I, I mean that's his point, right? That that but that just was part of his point. That we to, need to figure out a solutions, but you know. But to your point, it's like he he's made songs about elitism and like uh, about. Uh, black people looking down on black folks, like he's he's yeah. had verses and stuff like that. You can make you can make the exact point that it, he he seemed to be trying to make in this song without without involving, without black. involving <laughs> black women. You know, you could just say, "Hey, with rich, you know, I'm J Cole. When I'm talking down to people, I can't make them feel stupid. You know, yeah, like yeah. you could have said something like that, and then everybody's like, all right, like I would, I still would have felt like the song was misplaced. I don't like I you know I I would have." I just think it was misplaced. Um, that that energy is just misplaced. We don't need that energy right now. Um, but I would have understood that a little bit more. You know, I would have understood that. You know, let's make sure we're unified amongst us before we attack the out. You know, the yeah. the outer enemy. I would have understood that message as opposed to um, black woman that's you know standing up and fighting for for me. Please don't tell me to chill out like that. You know, like. Don't don't tell me that I need to do more. Also, like, yeah, I mean, also, like, the, the, to be clear, I mean, y'all heard us read the lyrics. The way that he painted her, which was, um, I mean, it, she, it, she's smarter than me, and she's just like the the queen. Yeah. Well, also, calling a woman a queen does not negate the stupidity that comes out of your mouth following that or before that. One, two, just the way that he painted her was, it, it, it language being as important as it is, right? Um, she's mad at uh, 
you know, she's mad at these crackers. She's mad at these capitalists. She's mad at this. She's mad at that. She's mad at this. She's mad at that. Yeah. And so there was just this like underlying. Well, she she's mad at all these things, but she doesn't recognize her privilege in growing up in an environment where they got to talk about the existence of these. It was so. I didn't even think about that. It was so angry, black woman esque, right? It was so like you know, I I just, I really didn't like it. Like yeah. I, bro, I really. I didn't think about that at all. I really was not feeling it. Uh, but. It is what it is. I'm like, what is he telling her? Is he addressing too many things at once? Like, I, 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 guess. I don't. I I know it was as if if you were going to talk about, and this is what we've been preaching, right? If you're going to talk about the problem, I mean, if you're going to talk about the um, the existence of a problem, talk about what made it be there, right? Yeah. And so for you to outline, bang, 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 all of these things that she's supposedly mad at, without offering a reason, or to assume that folks understand the reason. Or to ex- like to uh, um, suggest that a reason does not exist is so problematic, right? Yeah. Because only thing you're telling her to do in the entire entity of this song is to correct herself, right? Like she doesn't have to be this angry. She doesn't yeah. have to talk to you like that. She needs to recognize her privilege. Like the entire shit was trash, and I just was not feeling it. I yeah. just was not feeling it, and I can't put this any other way. Like, uh, uh, God, I, I wish I remember his name right now, uh, but he's one of my he one of my favorite people. Uh, but one thing he wrote a long time ago, one of the uh, things that he wrote uh, a long time ago for his, uh, for at the time it was a website that he had, but it actually got purchased by The Root before his website, Very Smart Brothers, mm-hmm. was that white people, um, black people, black men are the white people of black people. Yeah. So continuously, like, in order to check your privilege in any way, shape, or form, if you are a person who possesses it, Ask yourself if your response to somebody calling you out on your privilege is how a white person would respond to you if you called them out on their racism. And I'm sure if you could say People actually, hate that argument. they might have, then you are the one at fault. So my point will forever be if a white man or woman had dropped this song and said, black people mad at this, black people mad at that, black people mad at this, black people mad at that, what they need to do is understand that they're in a place of privilege for being able to experience it. Of course I don't get it. I've never experienced it. Hold my hand and walk me through it. Sometimes it's best to treat me like I'm a child, right? Yeah, we bro. Would I was say, like, I what? I forgot. But see, you bringing up all I, I forgot he said that dumb shit. He's really like, <laughs> yo. Some sometimes it's better to treat people as children. Like, like what? yo, you're a grown ass man. <laughs> like, what are you talking Man's about? With kids, bro. Don't play with me. I don't yeah. even have time for. It. I don't know, man. It, it like, hurt. Damon Young was his way by the name. Damon Damon Young is the. Uh, founder of Very Smart Brothers. One of my actual goals is to write an article for Very Smart Brothers. Damon Young is uh, amazing, but what it, it is what it is. Damon, holla, my brother. Listen, you ain't got a plug. I've been sending this nigga like three <laughs> messages on Instagram, Facebook. He said he got my information. He got my. <laughs> I've been like, yo, bro, hook me up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, nah, th- I mean, I this is this is a hard, yeah, this is a hard conversation for me, yeah. guys. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When I first heard the news, I did try every possible way to read the lyrics <laughs> to where it wasn't problematic I just couldn't I couldn't find it I, w- I would have I would have if I could have but I <laughs> I couldn't find it he said I promise you I looked bro um, yeah, no, nah it just wasn't the way it just wasn't the way uh, but uh, we got we have a couple more minutes I know we wanted to hop on uh, the Breonna Taylor situation yeah what was going on with that so they they fired one of the officers they fired one of them um, there was three officers that were involved in the shooting they fired one of them um, no charges have been pro- um, 
you know, no charges have been filed, no charges, uh, nobody's been arrested or anything like that. Um, so basically, you know, it's not much new news, but Breonna Taylor is no longer trending on Twitter. Black Lives Matter, you know, Black Lives Matter isn't even trending on Twitter anymore. Um, so, I mean, I guess this is just a call to action, you know, like we have to revitalize this movement. We have to uh, make sure that it stays consistent. And, and more importantly, we have to make sure that, you know, we're handling our black women with the same energy that we're handling our black men with. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, George Floyd, everybody involved, or not everybody involved, or everybody involved was arrested. Two of them are out on bail, but they're all arrested and charged. Mm-hmm. Ahmaud Arbery, everybody's arrested and charged. Rayshard Brooks, everybody's charged. Um, and I think one of them's out on bail, mm-hmm. um, but everybody's arrested and charged. So, and that, that's not to say that that's enough. That's not to say that the fight ends there with those three cases. Um, but that's just to say that Brianna Taylor was sleeping in her house of residence. Like she was sleeping in her house and police broke into her house for no reason mm-hmm. and shot and killed her. Um, and then charged her, her husband with, you know, attempted murder her boyfriend. or her boyfriend with attempted murder. So, um, you know, like this isn't this isn't something that we can let, you know, slip through the cracks. This isn't something that we can be forgetful about. It's something that if we have to, you know, tweet about it every day or if we have to make a post every day reminding people that Breonna Taylor's murderers are still free after a hundred and some odd days, then we have to make a post every day and we have to annoy the shit out of people. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, 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 so the Breonna Taylor situation has always been really, really interesting and murky for me because I'm not sure how that case holds up against them, right? I think you need to dismantle that entire police department, yeah. right? Um, I, I, I think what I would, I would love for somebody to explain it to me because I, I think I have, I have genuine questions about we keep saying, you know, arrest the people that killed Breonna Taylor. Uh, the, the the issues I think the differences in the cases are, are the guy who signed the warrant and yeah the guy, the guy who gave signed them permission the warrant, to go. like we're assuming that like the police officers uh, broke into like broke into the apartment with mm-hmm. a no knock warrant which they had every right to do they were plain clothes officers well, not every, don't I'm not saying every right I'm talking illegally yeah um, which which like like on the books they're they're in plain clothes which is also appropriate. Um, they they're firing at a person who has a gun, which is also legally appropriate. Uh, I'm just not sure how what a, the legal means yeah, of what, prosecution like, would of, be of prosecuting these people would be right because they have all of the. I mean, you, you they're at the wrong place, obviously, but they have all of the incorrect information, which leads them to the wrong place, right? And doesn't dictate their actions by any means. Yeah. But how do you how, how do you make that? I've been I've been thinking about this on and off. Like, how do you make? I mean, that case I don't I I don't think. I don't think you can have a, a, a murder charge. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Negligence, it's, maybe? Yeah, I think it, it would have to be something like neg- negligent homicide or mm-hmm. like, um, like, you know, neg- yeah, not, not, yeah, some, some, something you like a lesser charge, manslaughter or something. Yeah, yeah, like manslaughter or something like that to where, like, it's, it's excessive and, um, you know, you sh- the department, like you said, the person who signed the warrant, they need to be arrested. The, the, if the chief, you know, has to look at the warrant before it goes out. Like they mm-hmm. need to be arrested. That 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 department needs to be investigated and Hell, needs yeah and needs no to good. be you know restructured. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that you know while um, you know if you're driving down the street and you fall asleep at the wheel and hit somebody with a car and kill them, 
you're gonna go to jail for for. I don't think that's the same though. But I mean, it's 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 an accident, and I guess it's not the same because you didn't have like nobody gave you authority to fall asleep driving yeah, or something you know what like I mean? that. Like, like, or, or, Here's, here's my thing. I think I think using that analogy, right? It, it's as if some let's say the car was sold to you and somebody told you you can fall asleep driving. This, mm. this is a self-driving car. Everything will be okay, right? And then there is an accident, right? Like, are we and somebody dies? Are we arresting you for murder? Or are we going to like the um, person that is in charge, right? Like, or let's also put in the fact that you are drunk behind the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. It's still self-driving. You still have been told it is a self-driving car that will not have any malfunctions, right? Are we coming to you to talk about, like, hey, these are the things that you did wrong within this situation, or are we going, like, above that, I think, in terms of legally holding someone responsible? So that's that's I mean, genuinely my question, because even in, in a court, right? Even yeah, if yeah. we say negligent homicide, even in a court, if someone says, you know, hey, you shouldn't have fired your gun that many times, that's crazy, um, you think you were at the right place because of the information that you have, not defending these police officers. Y'all know how I feel about police. But you think you're at the right place because of the information that you have. Um, the, a gun is fired at you. Once again, you think you were at a criminal suspect's home, and so you fire back, right? Like, I just don't see how the legal system works here. That's I mean, all I'm saying. I, just, I, I, I don't know I, how I, I, I understand that argument, and I think that that plays into... The fact that our, you know, the movement is, is not just about you know racist cops, right? Yeah, it's about 1, it's about it's about changing the system, and, and it's not just the the institutional policing that's racist. This is the judicial system, um, the way our laws are interpreted. Like you know, all aspects of the system need to be reexamined. And for Breonna Taylor's specific case, um, I do understand that like maybe for like the legal charges. It's hard to put everything on one, you know, one, even the officer that fired all eight shots or the officers that fired the shots. It's hard to put everything on them because they are ultimately following orders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that guy was in that house, then theoretically everybody's clapping and saying, which Good job. is an issue. Yeah. Right? Like, which like, yeah, like, that, which that, is that, essentially what yeah. you're saying, which is what we're fighting. Yeah. Like, the, the existence of that being, if even if they go to the wrong house, being a criminal. Is not a, a warrant for someone to kill you. Yeah, uh, like uh, like uh, for a police officer to kill you off rip. Um, not to interrupt you, but I just uh, yeah, no, I no, no. I mean, and that, 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 that's pretty much the point that I was getting at is just that, um, you know, you shouldn't break into anybody's house and shoot them while they're sleeping. Yeah. you know that that doesn't hold. And I guess she was shot. She like was dead, laying in the hallway or something like. So she made a might have gotten out of bed, but she was awoken from her sleep to gunfire and ended up getting shot. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I think all of that is lesser to the fact that police have to be held to a, a higher standard than, than citizens because percent. Brianna Taylor and what was her um, boyfriend's name? I, I can't remember. Kenneth exactly. Walker. Kenneth Walker, Brianna Taylor, Kenneth Walker. They didn't do anything wrong. What, they, percent. they, you know, like they operated completely within their rights. Just like, you know, every, you know, you could say the police, did everything that they thought was right to do. Uh, Kenneth Walker shooting at the police was completely within his rights. He was defending his home. Um, And Breonna Taylor sleeping. So it's like there has to be some sort of punishment. That there is repercussion. There has to be repercussions. I agree. I Um, I just don't... I completely agree with you. I I don't want anyone to think that I do not agree. I I completely agree with everything you're saying. My... It, it, what it wraps around to is I mean, we've system, seen yeah. the system like we've seen Freddie Gray 
we know that they're responsible for his death. Right? Yeah. All all six of those officers were charged and nothing happened. I, what I'm saying is I don't know how charges come down on these officers. I don't know how that, um, you know, how to put word in my looking. I don't know how that turns into jail time. I just don't see it. I, I, I not in this I mean, system in this America. Yeah. I think everyone should lose their jobs. I think that entire the police department should be shut down and reopened in a much better way uh, yeah. because if this is how they run it clearly that's and, and, and that, that's another it's like imagine you know the cases that haven't been heard about Absolutely. like the, the the people who they just went in the house and shot both of them and nobody you know there was Absolutely. no story i mean the, the the fact of the matter is you you genuinely might be able to charge them uh with trying to cover it up because they definitely yeah, did that and that that is that. um but uh if you investigate this Brianna Taylor case, which I would I would encourage all of you to do, the 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 nine one one calls, not just from there's a nine one one call from Kenneth Walker that's genuinely heartbreaking, but the nine one one calls from the neighbors who are saying, "Yo, there are bullet holes in my apartment. Like, can y'all what is going on? Can y'all get over here? Like, yeah. I have kids here, and you know, um, things are going crazy." To, to think to yourself that the police are the, the source and the instigators of, of something like that, um, to think that they move with, move with that type of impunity and just comfortability in shooting up an entire block, right? Um, it just, it's beyond me. Um, yeah. So I I think shut the whole shit down. Like I said, I just don't know how you pin a murder charge on these guys. Yeah. And it, it sticks in our current justice yeah. system. That's and and that's a conversation that's been had... Um, Throughout the police brutality argument, charging the other officers and stuff like that is is how do you get convictions, right? Yeah. Um, because that's the thing. Charging everybody is cool. Arresting everybody is cool. But if you're going to arrest them and let them go and live their lives yeah. completely unhindered, then there's no point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, the purpose is, is to, to get justice for Brianna. Whether that is, um, you know, they, they have the... the Brianna, the Brianna law that they signed into, um, yeah, they signed. Um, they have so banned no knock warrants. Yeah, they banned no for, knock warrants. It's just it's, it's, not it's for nonviolent. Yeah, it's yeah. for like nonviolent um, drug, drug charges, offenses, yeah. which is what this supposedly was. Again, Brianna and Kenneth were not involved in this, but um, it was a nonviolent drug offense that they were executing the non no knock warrant on. Yeah, um, which is another you know a further conversation, but. Um, you know, so that that in itself is like it's not a win because Brianna's dead, right? And and the yeah. officers are alive, and, uh, and not alive, but the officers are free, and, and the person who signed the warrant is still has his job. So um, I, you know, I think that while you're correct that it, it might be hard to get a murder charge. Justice for Brianna should be the number one trending thing in the yeah, country right a thousand now. Percent. Um, you know, the, the name and, and phone number of, um, the DA mm-hmm. should be everywhere. Um, and, and, you know, it's all, we've posted it on the page under our post for Breonna Taylor and stuff like that. Um, and we're going to continue to post about it until 100%. justice is served. Um, but, you know, I, th- I think it's just important to reiterate that while this case is different, I guess, it, it's not different in the fact that black life was lost. Um, a black woman's life was lost mm-hmm. and somebody or you know some somebody needs to be held accountable for a thousand percent. It. And, and to be to be fair i am not saying 
that we should stop this fight. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, I'm just asking for ways in which we it can, can, yeah. it can uh, grow into what it is that we want it to be, mm-hmm. which is the justice for Brianna. What I am also aware of is that if her name was Judy and she was white, somebody would get arrested, like, almost right. immediately. Um, they would have said some hobo on 85 did it. <laughs> almost immediately. Uh, so th- so I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly uh, aware of that. And, and all I'm asking for, genuinely, is just... I'm, I'm, I've been doing research on my own, but just if somebody has any ideas or, or suggestions or ways in which that would break down to let me know, because I have, I have questions. Yeah. Um, uh, their names are Jonathan Maddenly, Mattingly, I'm sorry, Miles Cosgrove, and Brett Hankinson. Yeah, those are the three officers. The three officers that... Um, that executed the warrant and killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, sir. Um, so, um, now, not... That's all our topics. Yeah, that's all our topics. Um, we're going to close it out with the best thing we saw this week. You go first. Um, well, I mean, we talked about it already, but the, the NASCAR, every, everything NASCAR was fantastic um, this week. NASCAR was on a roll. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, all the left turns will be watched this year. Um, and I, I got to stop playing NASCAR and talking about they left turns, but, I mean, it is just left turns. Bro, but stop it. It's fun. It's fun. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch. And I'm going to – I might not go to a race yet. That's – we're going to have to see how that play out. I might pull up. I don't – I mean – I think that's the only way I would have fun, to be completely honest with you. I don't know if I would have fun at, like, watch sitting here I watching. I mean, we'd have to have, like, a watch party or something. I mean, yeah, that, that that could be a thing. Yeah, a watch party, wings, yeah, yeah. Like, wings, you know, wings, prize, yeah, bro. couple beers, couple bros from NASCAR. Yeah. They'd be mad as shit when uh, when Bubba Wallace gonna win. Nah, he gonna win. He gonna have to. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> best thing I saw this week. Uh, can comments be the best thing that yeah. I saw this yeah, week? Yeah, I think so. Um, so I don't know if you noticed, but there was like a black conservative section. Yeah. At the, um, the Trump rally at the Trump rally, and one of the comments on on the post that we shared was they dance like white women. <laughs> I just, I the laughter that filled my soul. I just because uh, the, the way he was looking at the camera, everything it looked like like a white woman after their Mexican restaurant and <laughs> the the waiter is Hispanic and they say gracias. That's how that's how gracias. She, <laughs> that's, how, that's how he was smiling like she said gracias <laughs> and thought she did something. But uh yeah man. It was it was it was hilarious. I yeah. I loved it. But um that video uh they had a whole color section at the Trump yeah, rally, bro. It wasn't great, man. <laughs> and and the black folks was happy to be there. Oh, it was not terrifying. Great. You know what we should talk about? Mm-hmm. Actually, because we got to go live this week. Uh, it, I wonder if we do we we don't know no black Trump supporters, do we? Hmm. Do you? I might might be able to, might be able to scrounge something if up. We could do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. If, I mean, as long as they felt safe. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna, we're not going to hurt them. We're going to get I mean, them food. Yeah, but that might be fun if we yeah. talk to a black Trump supporter. Because, they, I mean, because as of the last couple weeks, I think we've had a significant amount of conversations about Black Lives Matter, obviously, but what Trump has done for black people. And I'm of the school of thought that it, the answer is not a damn thing. Yeah. But some people disagree with me. And I, I want to know what's up. I want to know why. No. Y'all got um, any suggestions? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Throw us some, throw some projections if you got them. We in the 30312. Yes, sir. Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, guys. We're going to log off. Yes, sir. Much love to y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, uh, Yeah. That's it. Stay woke. Stay restless.